When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. 92% of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92%? Because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only. Right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Welcome to Who Cares About the Rock Hall, a podcast about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. I am your host, Joe Quazala. I know entirely too much about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. And you know who else also knows way more than they want to know about the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame is my co-host, Kristen. Hi, Kristen Studdard. Hello, it's me. Kristen was just looking at the nominees and thinking about her dream ballot, a thing no one ever thought. I really hate that I told you that. I said to him before we started recording, I said, you know, I'll tell you a secret. I saw that you had posted on Instagram the nominees, and I just spent a few minutes of my, my special free time thinking about who I would vote for if I had a ballot. Incredible stuff. That's that's definitely a joke was all activity if I've ever heard one. I and really here you are doing it. resent it. I resent You're- it. I'm mad. But the thing is, I actually would. There were more than five people that I would like to vote for this time, which is like so exciting. It's insane. And I, I also think I'm just if we can, we're going to be this is a special episode. We're going <laughs> yeah, to BTW. <laughs> we're going to be looking back because we have some artists on the ballot that we've discussed before. But I think given that the we just saw the ballot, looking back at kind of the arc of the hall, specifically through our show is really pretty dynamic and almost feels scripted. I never thought this day would come for a multitude of reasons. Like I never thought I would a think about the rock hall in my free time or care at all about who was on the ballot or any of that B have more than five artists that I would be excited and glad to vote for Mm -hmm. and see the fact that I I can't believe that when this show first started, I didn't think it would, I didn't think they'd ever even change a little and they changed a lot. And that's pretty good. In the course of three years. And and I know that like I, but the thing is, and I said this in our last episode, but sorry, you can't hear these trucks at all. No, not at all. Okay. It is just so wild out my window right now. Hey, okay, that that's a- great. You got that AKG. That's I got that AKG clean. microphone and it's taking good care of me directionally with sound. I said this on our last episode, but not only has the hall changed, but the hall has changed because the times they have a changed. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. we are truly in a new era and you can feel it. And it they are finally reflecting the changes that are happening in society. And it's really exciting. Yeah, and definitely happening way more quickly than we're used to with this particular institution. 
truly. And, and when- you know, I don't want to take credit at all because I know they don't <laughs> give a shit about what I think or, or anything. But like when I said, I mean, I've been banging this drum since the beginning, the middle of the summer when the uprising happened, which was like, if they want to truly make a change, then they need to literally not even put people on the back. Like they need to make it so that it's nearly impossible for us to have another all white class, for us to mm-hmm. have another all male class. Like they need to make it impossible for the voters to do harm. Yeah, right, exactly. And we're not quite there yet, but we almost, I mean, we almost have gender parity. Yeah, and I'll tell you one thing. It Like when I was doing my little thought experiment in my own free time, my dream ballot is not white or male at all. Yeah, so let's talk about that because we're going to be definitely talking to people with ballots again. And I I hope for that to be a good chunk of the episodes coming up is us talking to people with ballots and maybe influencing them if possible. So I'm curious about who would you have on your ballot and especially who would you try to push our friends with ballots to choose? Well, so the ones that I would choose right off the bat that I don't think we'd have to push anyone to choose are obviously Carol King and Tina Turner. And then the Go-Go's. Those are, I I think we might have to do some pushing to get um, some people to choose the Go-Go's, but those are the three that I was like, right off the bat, I'm like, I'm voting Mm -hmm. for Carol King. I'm voting for Tina Turner. I'm voting for the Go-Go's. And then my two other spots, the one that I think we'd have to really, wow, I sound so informed. It's wild. The one that I think we'd really have to push people for, but that I want to see very badly is Chaka Khan. Mm -hmm. And then in my fifth spot, I put Jay-Z. Yeah, that's that's pretty close to what I would do. I think the Go-Go's, like you said, to me feel like a priority because I don't think you need to really worry about Tina and Carol King getting the votes. The maybe only thing that they have to worry about is people thinking like that, thinking I don't need to vote yeah. for them because they're going to get in. Yeah, uh, That's their only weakness. But I do think it's going to be a cakewalk for them to get in. Okay. And I would hope so. I want those two ladies to walk hand in hand straight to the podium, baby. And if we only have, say, on someone's ballot, like one slot to convince people, I think then the Go-Go's is to me like the priority because I think they could. I don't think it's a definite. I think with a little push that could help them. Sadly, I think, I mean, I don't know what to think about Shaka Khan anymore. If a push can help. It just feels like she's got a lot of competition in a similar lane. I think Jay-Z is also really coming for her vote. I'm kidding. I mean, a little, maybe. Yes, I I get it. I just, I do think that Mary J is going to come in pretty, I think Kate Bush and Mary J are not looking good this year. Yeah. I think Jay-Z is also a good one to push in the sense that I know everyone's behaving as though that is a foregone conclusion. Uh, there is hip hop. You could split the votes, especially with LL. And I think, you know, it's- a, Who I almost put in my fifth slot. Honestly, I, think, I would yeah. be really happy if LL got in this year. Me too. And then Jay-Z got in next year. But, but at the think, same time, I do think Jay-Z deserves to be an FYE. Yeah, and I also think the hall needs to have a hip hop, at least one hip hop artist in the class every year. And if you are going to make your bets on who that is going to be and try to solidify and make sure that it happens, then you you put your weight behind Jay-Z. That's kind of how I feel. And then I think Dionne Warwick has a very good chance and is someone who I would maybe consider. Yeah, I don't count her out, but I yeah, I'm not sure. I don't I don't count her out. I think a lot of the old timers like her. And I think, you know, that would benefit her. Yeah, I think that would help her. Yeah, I don't count her out. And the same with kind of like maybe the raucous, the purists, you know, going for the Foo Fighters and Rage. Those are two that, and and Maiden. I don't think Maiden has a shot. I don't think Maiden has a shot really either, but I could see them getting some votes just from the people who are like, ew, Diva's live 2021. I I have to vote for a rock band, right? Well, speaking of Iron Maiden, it was interesting that we had Jimmy Pardo back for the draft and he drafted Iron Maiden. And that was the artist that he chose to advocate for when he was first on our show, which was a long time ago. 
That was in June of 2018. It was our wow. 11th episode. When, oh my God, really? I wonder yeah. what I sound like. I'm sure I sound <laughs> like a total idiot. That's and great. Since it's been so long, and especially since we just had Jimmy on, I thought it would be appropriate to revisit that episode. Specifically, I will be remastering the episodes if our longtime fans remaster, might remember. A joke with Zala remaster. Well, if you've listened to those early episodes, uh, you know that I did not edit them at the time and I did not mix them so that the levels were okay or <laughs> I didn't drop in songs or anything. So the production value isn't quite there. And so I think it's worth it to go back and uh, give it that polish. Especially- collection. It's part of the Quazala <laughs> collection now. And especially the remaster. Since, it, since they're finally on the ballot, I, I think it would be appropriate. So why don't we take a listen to the remastered Iron Maiden episode with Jimmy Pardo? All right. Well, let's talk about the band uh, that you brought in. Yes. Or uh, well, brought it. That makes it sound like I, I did you, research. You brought in this. a diorama. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> very, I very did, well constructed. Yeah. We're very impressed. With I you, do Jimmy. have a PowerPoint. I like to take a look at this. Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Here's the thing. I gave it zero to no thought when mm-hmm. you sent me that email, because that's the that's the first other than Judas Priest. Mm-hmm. Those are the first two that that pop, and Pat Benatar that pop into my head mm-hmm. on people that should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Sure. I don't, uh, I, I cannot list more than one reason other than that I like them. Okay. As a reason. I do think they were influential. I do think that they were. Oh, we'll go through, the, we'll uh, go through path. the categories, Jimmy. So, right, we'll get, we'll like, get through. Yeah. Like but, we said, there are, there are not categories to determine the merits, at least in terms of what the hall has said. But you have some. But I, I tried to come up with a list of categories that I thought, when put together, you could kind of evaluate if a band or artist. Could get it. Let me begin by saying what I know about Iron Maiden. Okay. I dated someone for a long time in my 20s, for three and a half years in my 20s, who loved Iron Maiden. I, these are the things that I know. They sing and they've got like a operatic kind of operatic metal would be how I would characterize, characterize them. Sound. And I also, I know they have that guy, Eddie. He's a skull. Um, he's a skull. He's, he's like, a full mummy. He's a mummy. Is he? Oh, he's a mummy. I'm sorry. You he's a mummy. Around. Is he, he a mummy? He's a mummy. Sometimes he's a mummy. Sometimes he's a, he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a. <laughs> wow, he's like know, Barbie. Waiter. He's like the. Yeah. He's can he's have the, many occupations. He's the heavy metal Barbie. <laughs> when uh, they, yeah. uh, and, and, uh, certainly, I want you to get back to your list of what you know. But when they uh, two times ago when they uh, played at the forum, Eddie came out, did his nonsense. He then goes backstage. He then came out in a Lakers, like an over a huge Lakers jersey. This is great. And Bruce Dickinson was like, and I, again, I can't do accents. Oh, bloody fucking dumb. Look how dumb that ah. is. Oh, they said, put the fuck, put the fuck, what do they call it? What's the British word for jersey? Oh, uh, um. Corridor. Oh, what is it? It's <laughs> no, wonderful. No, 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 no. It's not jersey. It's, um, oh. a penny. No, um. What is it? What do they call it? Oh, what do they call it? It's I keep now. I just want to say romper, and I know that's not what I'm trying to say. Oh, they call shoot. it jumper. Is what is they call a sweater. Maybe? Yeah, I think jumper is probably it. Yeah, put a, put a bloody jumper out of it. That, that'll get the crowd on our side. Like he, he was shitting on it, and and, and I was because when it came out, I was like, you cheesy assholes. But so hold on, is Eddie in concert? Is someone in an Eddie? Yeah, costume? somebody's in an Eddie costume. They I, have a boss tone, <laughs> right? I was not sure if it was like you know they're dangling a skeleton or like sometimes, I thought sometimes that, he's a giant yeah. Eddie. It's like a marionette. But See, then at some point, no matter even if giant Eddie's there, at some point, someone. dude in Eddie costume comes out. Wait, like so Scooby someone Doo. comes out in a mummy costume with a skull skull mask on, a skeleton mask on? Yeah. Well, again, sometimes he's a mummy. Okay, Eddie's so his whole face could be. Covered. He is a, yeah. he is a ghoul, if I may. If yeah. I think that's maybe the word to use. That thing, a, ghoul. a ghoul. That's that. That is one of the things I know about them is that they have these raucous live shows with a lot of visuals happening. Right. Mm-hmm. They put on a show. They put on they do, a show, and, and, it, and it is a great show. People love it. Yes. That is, and then I know. They're kind of like n- nerdy too, though. Their, their songs are based yeah. Their songs. There we nerd. go. Yeah, nerd stuff. Yes. Yeah. As opposed to hey, let's just get drunk and fuck. Right. Yeah. They're they're like writing about historical battles and yeah. stuff like that. Exactly. Okay. The Flight of Icarus. So, for example. For example. <laughs> These are the things that I know about 
Iron Maiden. All right, first category up, critical acclaim. Do I have to defend this? Is that the no? Purpose of no, this? I mean, I mean we the, can just discuss. You the, don't have yeah. to. You don't have to believe in your choice. You could have brought in an artist that you didn't <laughs> like. Should I cross my arms more and be more defensive? Yeah, you yeah. should. Really lean back, uh, yeah. grimace if you could. Don't worry, I'll turn up your uh, mic. So I think the first ca- the first category, critical acclaim. I don't think Iron Maiden really scores any points in this category. I disagree uh, with you. I think yeah. they get it from the metal community. Okay, sure. I, I, I really do. But I, the community, but what about the critics? Are the metal critic community? Metal, would, metalcritic.com? I would actually love to look What's up. What's their metal critic score? What their, I was making a I'm Metacritic joke jokes, and nobody it. likes it. We all, and it's hear Metacritic. Me yeah, I'm Thank sorry. You. I was 100% was ignoring, like, ignoring it. it. I, will get, and I, I will give it up. I was trying to listen to our guest, yeah. whatever, who okay. cares? But you sorry. did say a great I did say a great pun. Words. Thank you. Continue. I was not only ignoring it, I also was disliking it. Okay, great. Well, we're back. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome back. Uh, I actually did. I would, I, here's the truth. Uh, because I don't know how to uh, filter anything and not say everything that pops into my head. I wish I hadn't been talking, so I could have enjoyed it. <laughs> oh, That's how boy. much I enjoyed it. Our audience is going to really uh, love this. I'm complimenting you. No, 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 no. I just mean like they were they. Whatever. Keep going. Tell me about. I would who like likes to know if roll like I, I, I hate to keep putting on Rolling Stone, but they're mm-hmm. really the only people that True. review other than Entertainment yes. Weekly. And also, there is a there is a direct link between the Hall and Rolling Stone. Right. Mm-hmm. So like, when I kind of say critical acclaim, so I would like to see Joe if I had given one more uh, iota of interest in this than I gave it uh, to go through and uh, what reviews their albums got through the years. Mm-hmm. Were they were they you know have they was, been included in mind? those list those lists? Yeah. Joe likes to quote when they've been included in like. Rolling Stone's top 500 albums of all times or 1,000 songs mm-hmm. you must listen to before you die. Which are good. Are just, that's just an excuse for morning radio to have conversation. Yeah. For sure. You know, who cares? But it's the closest thing we can get to some sort of objective. But there's always somebody like at number, number 15 that you're going to go, no, no. That shouldn't even make the top 500 and you're putting mm-hmm. it at 15? Well, yes. what if 15, by the way, is Purple Rain and I just picked the wrong number? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think the, uh, but the, it, if we try to come up with some sort of critical consensus, those lists are the closest thing we have to getting some sort of... But I get, but again, I think those lists are based in snobbery. I think it's based on mm-hmm. a bunch yes, of nerds exactly. that but would just sit around... But that's what the Hall of Fame is, I don't too, disagree, but it's changing snobbery. a little bit. Mm-hmm. That's it is. my... It's, okay, yeah. but the category critical acclaim, I think built in it is that snobbery. But there's yes. more categories. There are more it's categories. Just, this is just... Jimmy, it's just one category. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. I'll, I'll allow you to so continue So I then. think... <laughs> I don't think they are reviled by critics I also don't think that they are beloved by critics I think when these magazines or publications have to come up with a list of the greatest metal songs or metal albums or metal groups Iron Maiden is always included I think they're given their due in their genre but in terms of just general critical acclaim, I don't think they're scoring a lot of points. All right, next category is classic albums. Are there any albums that Iron Maiden has that I would call... What's the one with the um, mummy on the cover? A Power Slave? No, I'm kidding. Don't they all have a mummy on the cover? Well, they all have a form Eddie. of Eddie. Yeah. Again, Eddie takes many <laughs> forms, takes many guys. Forms. <laughs> uh, yeah. Power yeah. Slave is when he's all... a mummy. He is, are... like a sphinx. he is like a sphinx, he's a sphinx. almost, right? Oh. Uh, but, then, but then he might be a scientist on one. Right. Okay. Yeah. So or I would a, say I've heard he could also fly a plane. I've heard he sometimes he's a pilot. Sometimes he's a pilot. <laughs> sometimes he's an astronaut. You know Bruce Dickinson, the lead singer, is sometimes an actual licensed pilot, Kristen. He is. The lead singer flies an Iron Maiden seven fifty seven. Oh mama, yes. Yeah, which I think wow. is uh, I, the thing that I like well, this will be I don't think this is a category, but the thing that I like the most about Iron Maiden is they fucking commit to a brand. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, yeah. We're Iron Maiden, we have a mascot, he's our dude yeah. we fly i, I fly plane. an iron maiden plane i write songs about history we're never going to change you come to iron maiden you get iron maiden through the years yeah consistency without a doubt i'm there for it never second song <laughs> couldn't, couldn't dream uh, of it so classic albums do they have classic albums and i would say for sure number of the beast is a classic album i think that is their most classic and then I would also oh yeah number of the beast yeah. I have heard of that right yes that and that's is, a song too right it is, there's a song on that album yes song and album number of the beast can I ask 
ask a Please. question. Were they heavily involved in the like satanic panic of mm-hmm. the 80s? Well, they were accused of it. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yes, like, we're, for sure. Because you have a song called Number, Number the, Beast. the Beast. That sounds yeah. like something that your religious aunt yeah. is going to see. Yeah, Can- the records were burned and, and thrown and there was a, there was hubbub. Uh, I think Number of the Beast is a classic album. Yes. I think Peace of Mind is also a a, uh, a great album, but Number that doesn't mean it's Number of the Beast. Is that how it goes? Yeah, that's okay, exactly it. You nailed it. Okay. And I also think maybe their debut is a classic album. What is Which it? has a different lead singer. The different lead singer is just called Iron, Iron Maiden. Maiden. Yeah. I think those... Iron Maiden can't be bought. Iron Maiden can't be sought. Were the, is cool that the band. different... <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> a cool band. Yeah. Uh, like, I love them. This band is just for people who have been alienated, I feel. Like. Interesting accusation. <laughs> yeah, boy, that's a gee, that's a leap. I want to say leap and jump yeah. at the same time, but I almost said jeep. that's a lump. Uh, that's a jeep. It's a jeep lump. Yeah, yeah. I think those are the two that are definitively the classic. first. You're saying the first one, and then Number of the Beast. Oh, la- their latest band is phenomenal. Now, when I say classic, I know. Okay, <laughs> we're good. I get it. But I, I think the f- I some, get of, it. some of the few that followed Number of the Beast, Peace of Mind, and Power Slave are also, especially to the metal community, extremely important. I think Peace of Mind is a better album than Number of the Beast, but okay. yeah. I could be talked into, uh, I could be convinced I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Number of the Beast just seems like it was their iconic. Yes. It's, that's the one. Well, it's got Run to the Hills on it. I mean, it's got all the... Yeah. Run to the Hills. That's the song that I know. That's the Iron Maiden song that I like. That's the one everybody that knows. that song rules. Yeah. Uh, it does rule. Talk to your aunt about it. Yeah. <laughs> Run to the hills. That was, I should just talk to my ex. That was the only song of Iron Maiden that I was like, this song rules. Keep it on the playlist. So let's talk like, about the next. It can be played in the home. The next category All is right. iconic songs. Yes. I think Run to the Hills is Run their only the iconic hills. song. <laughs> Here's the, And then, then the other kind of subcategory is recognizable songs. For me, maybe one of the reasons that's keeping them out there's no radio play None. in America. Zero. Yeah. Both when when these songs were coming out and now, I've maybe heard Run to the Hills on the radio a few times, but on like a specialty show, yeah. not regular playlist classic but rock. But couldn't one argue though in that in that sense? Here's a band that never had radio play. Mm-hmm. Here's a band uh, that uh, you know top forty ignored, even rock radio ignored, and they're filling sheds. They're, you know, they're sheds, huge you mean arenas, stadiums. Right. Yeah, to, me, to me, to me, <laughs> sheds thinks to like me sheds are small in the, in the backyard. Like guys, if I, if I may, you, you your have tools. your little second city humor. <laughs> I was in the business, and when you say shed, that means Massive. humongous. Okay, oh. they're filling. Sta- it's like the filling. shed aquarium. Okay, <laughs> shut up. Make a yeah. Chicago yeah, it's a John G. Shed Aquarium. <laughs> it's got two D's. If you can fill the double D, wow, <laughs> you guy without I mean, airplay, you've yeah. made it. But I think there is absolutely a great point to be made there the fact that they did not get any love on the radio yeah yet their albums were going platinum in america and they were filling well, we have a lot of alienated teens they were filling <laughs> we're not alienated, you <laughs> but i think that's true but it is unfortunate i think it, it holds them back in this regard for the hall and for a lot of people because we don't know a lot of these songs because we didn't we didn't hear them on the radio the way we heard it's true Fucking Steve Miller. They got MTV whoever. play though. They did get a lot of it, but I think mm-hmm. mainly because of the visual. You know, like uh, you gotta get Eddie out there. Also, and Eddie comes out there in a have, ball cap. They have a lot. <laughs> Swinging of, a bat. Oh my gosh! It's very wholesome. I think there is. By the way, there's a picture of you. I think if you put Iron Maiden Eddie but, uh, Dodger uniform, I, oh, I swear sure. to God, he oh, shows gosh. up. Well, and I heard he's a Lakers fan now too. Oh, he loves the ball. He loves the hoops. Uh, Iron Maiden for me is something that I visually understand. Like, I have seen more Iron Maiden patches on jackets Mm -hmm. and T-shirts and stuff that I am very familiar with their imagery. Iconic imagery. The brand is strong. I know Eddie's Mm -hmm. name and could recognize an Eddie without being able to tell you the name of an Iron Maiden song. So I don't know what that counts for, but popularity, they did manage to break through into culture in some way. I think it negates the radio uh, argument. Yeah. (laughs) If I I may, I'll just go say it. I think it it negates the radio argument. Now, do you think they have any other recognizable songs beyond Run to the Hills? You're going to know Run to the Hills. You're going to know Number of the Beast. Maybe Ace is High. Okay, so no, no, we're not. We won't go to the Trooper. Okay, oh, the sure. Trooper. That's another song that I've heard of. 
dorky but they kick ass. You know what I, I mean? I don't disagree they, with that. They like manage to be simultaneously very cool and very lame at the same time. Now, I'll tell you they this. If you go see them in concert, as I've said many, many times, I, I fear for my life. And I say that with no humor whatsoever. Okay. There is a weird aggro bro thing mm-hmm. uh, that goes on where like the mosh, there's a mosh pit during yeah. that song. Mm-hmm. Oh, which, yeah. Which, or during Flight of Icarus, all of a sudden there's a mosh pit. People are punching each other in the face. And it's like there's this weird aggression that doesn't it, – it's very incongruous to this mm-hmm. music to me. Well, right? well, and because they're not shitheads. Do you know what I mean? They're not secret white supremacist right. shitheads. Like they're trying to write music that's intelligent and tells a story and all sorts of shit and also rips with this like guitar music. Shreds, you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Shreds. There we go. It that's the shred. word. And it rips. It shreds and it rips. You know, yeah, the rip paper it, shred is- it. The, the constitution of the paper is compromised. <laughs> but but they're not ripping and shredding the constitution. Well, maybe. I mean, Somebody I don't know. That's that. another, mm-hmm. exactly, that's a different kind of panic. Uh, Rathchild is the, that is their, I would say, in their top two. Uh, but that's the one that I think people are uh, would uh, gravitate to. Okay, I think the trooper. I'm giving the trooper as a recognizable. I'm giving it some. So they've got I'm the gonna iconic. It, I'm gonna give it to the trooper. And then maybe a few, just in terms of the the casual music listener who's maybe not an Iron Maiden fan. What do they know? Yeah. Not a ton. Maybe the trooper. I don't think it might. I, 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 you only know them because of your ex boyfriend. Yeah. Like if mm-hmm. you w- didn't date that guy, you wouldn't know that at all. So I don't disagree with yeah. you that there's. Right. So that's I think that is the maybe the one thing keeping them out. Or if you but want to make an, if I may, well, that's why we have also, different categories. Also, my ex used to make the com- used to make the <clears throat> argument too that like Iron Maiden shows were like really joyful. Like he like had the time of his life. I, at Maiden I don't shows. listen. I I have fun, but I, I don't go on the main floor. Yeah, he wouldn't go near the main floor. It's uh-huh. uh, how many? Uh, what's the male to female ratio at a Maiden <laughs> show? Oh, uh, let's call it nine hundred to six. <laughs> okay. Great. I saw them first in 1983. Opening band was Quiet Riot. Whoa. Quiet Riot was the peak of the powers. Come on. Feel the noise. Uh, (laughs) Okay. Next category, commercial success. All right. Here we go. Have they sold a fuck ton of albums? They've they've sold so many albums and still do. And obviously in the UK... They're selling a lot. And but. also in those Scandinavian countries. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Boy, We're, I tell you one thing. They love metal. I'm they, looking at, yeah. It's a dark... It's still 1988 over there. Yeah, they have 22 hours of darkness for many months. <laughs> so they, like, really, yeah, like... They embrace it. They embrace it. Yeah, so the first album, Platinum in the UK. Second album, Gold in the UK, Gold in the US. And then we get to the number of the beasts. Platinum, Peace of Mind, Platinum, Power Slave. Platinum. Somewhere in time. Platinum. So I'm, t- I'm just talking and in America. And they did it all without radio play. Yes, exactly. Which makes it that much more impressive. And then Seventh Son of a Seventh, seventh Son. Seventh Son of a Seventh Son. Gold. No Prayer for the Dying. Gold. So and, now we're getting and, into and, the 90s. Well, that's And then so remember, we're getting into the 90s where metal's kind of dying. Mm-hmm. Right? So, yes. uh, so to even go gold is pretty good. Yes, I agree. Also, those albums are just okay. Okay. And then, you know, at that point, Dickens and Leaves. But they do come when they come back in 2000. Impressively enough, in the year 2000, they're gold in the UK. And then every album. Did they have after a new? That, they had new albums in the 2000s. That's when they kind of they, they re came back with the Wicker Man was their big uh, comeback hit, quote unquote. And they, they kind did of the brought the band to the Wicker Man. Back. Nope, they just did a song about the, about it. <laughs> The classic lineup bees, was re- bees. Uh, united, okay. and and yeah. they didn't kick anybody out, so they had three guitarists. Great, they have a three guitar attack, Kristen. Wow, oh boy, and that Wait, was on posters. Is, I'm ready to say three it's an guitar assault. Attack? That's what it was. It wasn't attack. It was assault. A three guitar three assault. Three guitar assault. Mm-hmm. What happens during that? Oh, that's three guys soloing, man. Whoa, the best the best musical thing you could think of. <laughs> three guys soloing. Three guys shredding. Three or guys ripping. shredding, ripping, shredding on guitars. Taron. So they score huge points in the commercial success yeah, category, yeah. especially given their their lack of radio play. Longevity, you know, the first album is 1980, and they're going strong until about 90. And then they have a break, and then, like I said before, kind of come back. And then they've had a resurgence and a very successful uh, touring career, even yeah, up till now. Yeah, they they're selling out sheds. 
There's sell out sheds, as we know. Are you guys able to hear this properly? And I hope you understand it. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> Listen, no. Now you've taught us a term. We're going to use it. Well, We're I not afraid it to take and, it. Well, I know, into... I know, I know NOMCOM <laughs> became very comfortable with you too. FYE, it's no big deal. Sheds. Yeah. We're going to say here. shed a lot, and I'm we are going to run it into the ground. Yep. Uh, but I would say the kind of the peak years of Iron Maiden, about a 10-year stretch, 80 to 90, is kind of the classic era of them at the height of their powers. But then Dickinson went solo. They had a different lead singer again mm-hmm. for only two albums. And his name was like Blaze Blaley or something? It's Blaze, uh, yeah, Blaze Bailey, I think, oh, right? Oh, really? boy. I truly That's, thought I was making oh, that up. No, I haven't read it once in passing. And those albums Blaze are good, not Bailey. great. When did, when did he do this, just so I can tell how ju- how much I should judge the name Blaze Bailey? Oh, you should, uh, doesn't what, matter what, what year. What year was it? Well, no, because if it was like the late 80s, that's like kind guess. of a cool yeah, name. Of, Hang that's on. like the name that you give to someone cool on a show in the 80s. They're like, oh my God, well, have you seen Blaze Bailey? What, the, the new what kid, does Blaze Bailey think about? Uh, you know, like that. If it's '88, then you're chill to I'm be named guess Blaze Bailey. Ninety four no. and ninety seven for yeah. those albums. No, then then Maybe you should not be 96? named Blaze Bailey. That's very good. Yeah. So he joined Iron Maiden in '94, and you then he was there until '99. Uh huh. I okay. thank you, Blaze Bailey. And of course, as we all know, from '84 to '94, Blaze Bailey was with Wolfsbane. Yeah. So yeah, ten years, pretty good run, and there's still a in demand. They uh, sell out at wherever they go, and their last album, I think, probably went platinum or uh, gold. At yeah, least gold. at least in the UK, without a doubt. And as we know, Norway's into it, yeah. <laughs> Germany's into it, Finland's into it, uh, yeah. gold in all those countries. D- big time. Now, did it not go gold here in the States? Uh, I, I do not know. That's surpri- that would be surprising to me. All right, then the because, next... And I'll tell you why. I bought 499000 <laughs> <laughs> I would assume they would have sold yeah. one more. Yeah. Well, we tried. So, yeah, I think longevity, a good... Uh, amount of time. Yeah, and the fact that they're still around, still, mm-hmm. you know. Not necessarily as relevant as they once were, but yeah. still around. And then Influence Innovation, obviously, I don't think there's any metal band that came after them that does not cite they all do. Iron Maiden yeah. as a major influence. They were they're so like important They're like the quintessential, that. when you think metal, the sound that you're thinking of is Iron Maiden. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then the last category, does my mom know who they are? And she might not be able to recognize a song. But she'd recognize an Eddie. <laughs> I, don't know, I don't know about Eddie either. But she's <laughs> definitely heard of the name. Am I allowed Maiden. to ask how old your mother is? Uh, my mom's 67. And my mom is 57. Whoa! <laughs> um, and my mother has heard of Iron Maiden. And she 100% could not name a song, though. Right. But still, I think that so that ca- the reason we have that category, and I'm, my dad is as well has definitely heard of, heard of Iron Maiden. Knows I, about my, them. There's no way my dad has, and my dad was in bands when in his twenties and thirties. Mm-hmm. And you are a big fan of this. Yeah, group. they're my second favorite band. What's your first favorite band? Chicago. Chicago. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so, Kristen, keep that in mind. My first favorite is Chicago, and my second is Iron Maiden. Jimmy contains, contains multitudes. multitudes. Yeah. Congratulations, you are. Interesting. Interesting. And I put that in quotes. <laughs> Capital I. I'm still flabbergasted that your mother is only 57 years yeah, old. Yeah, she just had me child. when she was young, though. My mom had me when she was young. She was 20 years old when she had me. So I'm not a child. Oh. I'm not. Yeah, yeah. So you I, do the arithmetic. Yeah. Uh, let's. Okay, so those are the categories. Uh, my why mom not? was 20 when she had me, by the yeah. way. My grandma was 20 when she had my mother, too. So we were all 20 years apart for a while. Fun. It doesn't sound like I mean, we're all fun. still 20 years apart. Cool nope, facts about me. Oh, well, oh, we're recording. Okay, Joe so wants to get to the... To the, <laughs> the verdict. The so verdict. we're going to go around the horn, say, should they get inducted? Will they get inducted? And if they're getting inducted, when are they getting inducted? So, Kristen, why don't you start us off? Okay, can I ask you some questions? Without a doubt. So Metallica's in the hall? They are. Who are any other medley type bands in the hall? No, you'd have to Sabbath. stretch the definition. Sabbath, Sabbath, Zeppelin, Deep Purple... But Somebody tried to argue yesterday the Who is heavy metal. Fuck fl- off. Right? That's a no hard way. pass. No. You're a no. dick. Influential to those groups, perhaps, yeah. but, but no. not metal. Like, yeah. You so could, they if, played guitar fast sometimes, but that is not metal. I don't consider that no. metal. You really have to stretch it. Like, if you're. I don't, I don't even think I consider Guns N' Roses metal. No, they're hard rock. They're, they're pretty straightforward rock. I think, because when I. I, don't, I think it borders metal. Yeah, it borders. It borders, but to me, like, Paradise City is not a metal song. Take me down. But I mean, like, it does. It, like, it kicks at the end, but it's not like a. It doesn't have that. What we, they do the Iron have Maiden metal sound, songs. which is what I kind of equate with sounding Guns metal. Guns N' Roses does at points have metal songs, though. On some of their albums, like other songs on their albums are They're more metal. Closer to metal. More than metallic. Other, otherwise. Huh, if you All will. Right. Uh, uh, but Judas Priest I, has I made the ballot, and they are definitely a metal band. I think they'll be in uh, next and year. And Judas, Judas Priest, Priest is not in yet, though. They made the ballot for the first time in. last year. 
Okay. But I think Judas Priest will probably get in. Now, do okay. So this is this will inform my decision mm-hmm. on whether I think that Iron Maiden. What's the verdict? Do I think that? I, I mean, this is the thing. What this brings up the question of like, do we want the hall to get more genre-y? And I do. I'm I do here for it. I want them to have more metal bands. I want them to have a lot more new wave bands, and I want them to have a lot more soul and mm-hmm. hip hop artists. Like I really want that. Put all the divas in, too. I want the fucking divas in. But what do I think the likelihood is? So do I think Iron Maiden should get in the hall? You know what? Yeah. I think they should. Do I think they will? Boy. Yeah. I mean, I think eventually we'll get into a place where more medley genre people are getting in. And I think once you start getting the medley genre people in, then the obvious choice is going to be your Iron Maiden. It's just a question of getting enough people in the voting body to make it happen. When do I think that will happen? Yeah. When do you think the this third is question. Yeah. I think we're looking at within 10 years. Okay. Sounds good. Jimmy. Jimmy. What, what's the, well, welcome back. Jimmy. What's on the table? <laughs> uh, uh, all right. So what, what are my, what are your th- my three? Should they, will they, and when? Should y- they? Yes. When? I'm going to say strong. Maybe I, I really strong. Maybe for I'm the guy that I yeah. think they should be, but I don't, I really don't know. But if they do, it'll be 2020 for this reason. 2019. The world will be over. <laughs> first of all, we're, well, at least our country will be. Yeah. Uh, 20, oh, I'm sorry. Our country is the world. FYI. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go on. Go on. Kristen. I know. I'm Trust me. I don't very, want to talk about it at all. I swear point. to you. Please tell me why 2020. First of all, because it's fun to say. Great. Oh, sure. Second of all, Judas Priest gets in in 2019. And I think that uh, what, 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 uh, what's your great word that you guys have been using? Tributary? Tributary. I think that they get in, and then that opens up the door for them to go, well, Iron Maiden needs to be here, mm-hmm. um, and then they get in. So okay. I, I'm going to say 2020. Like, in two this years. is like once Chaka Khan gets in, Whitney gets in, Janet gets in, then the tributary was open. Boy, Interesting. Boy, uh, I, say, I think Janet gets in before Chaka Khan. I, I would too. love for Janet to get in. I I'm, just come Y'all. on. Uh, okay. I saw and love Shaka Khan, by the way, in case that yeah. uh, is interesting to anybody. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, oh, so there's more questions now. Hold on. I, oh, I didn't. Joe has to say. Um, we'd, we'd rather. He, he, he Joe usually, Joe. well, Joe used to go first, and then I would be like, would you know what? would everybody's he, opinion yeah. too much. Yeah. I'd come in with too much uh, insider knowledge. Yeah. I think they should. I think they will. I agree with you that Judas Priest is probably going to come first. And then I think the the people who are going to bat for Judas Priest probably go to Iron Maiden next. Mm-hmm. I think we might get Def Leppard they rally in there. The uh, uh, but that's not metal. I know, but I think they they kind of occupy the same. That's space. Bon Jovi. To me, that's Bon Jovi. That's they occupy Which, Bon Jovi space. I think Def Leppard's coming up soon, if not next year. I 100 percent agree with you. And I think. Do I think they deserve it? I don't. Oh, okay. Well, well, my parents will be psyched. They Judas like Def Leppard. Priest. Is then also going to come first, and then I think we're going to have to see Iron Maiden. I think Tom Morello, who's on the nominating that's committee, what I mean. is see, going that's to go to back. I them. think it's going to be Morello that's going to get all this like metal. I just stuff don't know going. what his priorities are. Again, I don't know. Maybe Thin Lizzy will come in before them too. Maybe he will go to bat for them first. I don't know, but I think they're around the corner. I'm going to say within five to seven years, Iron Maiden is in. Do we put money on this? How does this work? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't listen to the previous episodes. Do we now? Oh, yeah. You entered, yeah. You entered an agreement by coming yeah, in here. Yeah, this is it. Now, so how so much sorry. do I need to put in? I'm yeah. so sorry. 10000 10, uh, Actually, you know what? Let's put $666. There oh. we go. Why don't we do that? That number. That was, uh, you guys supposed uh, to high five, though? No, it was just like a virtual high. I was like, it was too close. All right. Don't so worry about it. they get in. Who inducts them? Who gives the speech to induct Iron Maiden? I think Morello. You think Morello? I can see... It's someone who I think would love to do it and would show up. Scott Ian. He seems to be... He seems to be another one of those guys, right? Who's always around, always available, and is passionate and is enthusiastic. Um, I don't know who that is. He's an- he's the Anthrax g- oh. guitar player with the goatee. Yes, with the goatee. I he's know, on VH1 all the time. He's who you think of when you think of Anthrax. As yeah. Anthrax is not in. No, oh my God. Before Iron <laughs> Maiden. I would be wild. That's why yeah, I'd say for it. Sure. But I think, yeah, he just seems like a, he's such a fan. Yeah, he'd do it. So Lars cares... Does James Hetfield care? Is he around? They seem like contemporaries of Iron Maiden, but I bet they have a respect. But I don't know how enthusiastic. I don't know. Maybe, Jimmy, you can speak to this more than I can. I'm not, I don't know much about Metallica. I don't really know what their relationship is. I know Lars has been quoted as saying, like, oh, they were influenced by Iron Maiden, but it always felt backhanded to me. It always felt like, you know, we always saw what they did and we respected right. the hell out of them. And it's like, uh, all right. Yeah, what about yeah. Slash? Maybe Slash? Yeah. Oh. He puts the top hat on. 
Right, yeah. puts yeah. the wig puts and top hat on, glasses up, yeah, gets just, in his disguise. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> you could have anybody as Slash do it. Really, <laughs> I think it's a Saddam Hussein situation. We've got <laughs> exactly. a lot of a lot of slashes, yeah, a lot of slashes. <laughs> we don't know what the real one is. What's tricky is you want to think of someone metal, but then you want also what the Hall would try to do is get someone who is current and fun. Will it be is the kid from any... Greta Van Fleet? Oh boy, they came up last episode, and can I just say, wait, who is this? There's a there's a band called Greta Van Fleet, and they sound exactly like Led Zeppelin. And I think it's a problem. Oh. I don't think they're influenced by Led Zeppelin. I think they are just doing Led Zeppelin. I don't think they could be influenced by them because they're children. But that, I tell you what, man, they're... You watch them play like live I videos; they're mesmerizing. I truly don't know who they are. Okay, well, that's something I yeah. I'll... Like, like I understood. Like as a kid, I didn't understand why girls loved Robert Plant. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm a man and I understand, I could be <laughs> strong with my uh, sexual opinions and things. Mm-hmm. I could see girls wanting to bang this guy to hell. Okay, like, now he, I really want to look him up. Uh, he has he, it, man. You don't like him. I just think, <laughs> well, I think he's not in his masculinity yet. He's from they're from Michigan, I want to say. What that singer Greta Von Fleet? Van yeah. Fleet. That Van singer Fleet. sounds exactly like Robert Plant. Yeah. And does vocal and he does things vocally that I just think are ripping off what Robert Plant I did. don't disagree with and anything. I think the guitar player sounds exactly like Jimmy, Jimmy Page, Page and does a lot of riffs and things with his guitar that I just think there have been so many groups that have been influenced by Led Zeppelin. Not just stills. You have to watch video. Okay, yeah, I do Cause, cause because he looks like a... <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You ha- you have to see video because he he okay. rides around he in looks- a vest. Yes. Sure. Okay, and now uh, who in the band... This is more a question for you, Jimmy. Who yeah. in the band gets inducted? Because not every member always gets inducted. Not all members. So obviously there's like kind of the core. There's Bruce Dickinson. I think in. in this case everybody gets in... With the, I don't think I don't think Paul Diano gets invited. I think he does. I think I think obviously I, I think the hall doesn't allow. I think it's one of those kiss things mm-hmm. where the band's going to want him, and yeah. the hall's like, no, no, we're inducting this lineup. Yeah, they could do that. Okay, so let me ask you. That's this, my then. concern. Now, do I think Paul Diano should be there? Of course I, I do, think, especially because I think that first album's classic, and I think that yeah. second album is also very popular. But the iconic Iron Maiden mm-hmm. is the lineup from Number of the Beast. But it's, just, it's this is an issue because it's inconsistent. the hall, and I'm sure you know this. Yes, it's but sickening. It, so, it doesn't matter. They can induct them all. They can induct every single person who played an egg shaker on any fucking album. And you know what? They should. It doesn't matter. We will. Oh, we don't have time for you to really. It diminishes the honor if you induct everyone yeah. who's ever in the band. Yeah. Okay. So Wait, what? Whoa! What the? I know you said we don't have time. We really don't. <laughs> we do. I mean, I guess my thing is if like if you're heralding somebody's career, mm-hmm. your your career is worthy of being in this made up little museum we've mm-hmm. done. Then why should anybody be left out if they were an official member of the band? I don't think you put Blaze Bailey in. Do you see what I mean? I am not going to argue that. See? All right, You're not my going to argument. Bat for Blaze Bailey. I... <laughs> Nobody's well, going to bat for Blaze. You, the All floor right, is bad. I don't think you give it to Blaze Bailey. I don't think you give it to Dennis Stratton, who played guitar on played the first the album. Played <laughs> the him. Defender Stratton Caster. I don't think you. I don't think you put Dennis on there. He played for one album. I agree and it was with the that. First album. I'll agree with that. I think you put in. It's almost like the Fleetwood Mac argument. They had a whole career as like British blues musicians right. before Stevie Nicks and Lindsey Buckingham, Peter Green, and uh, a guy who just passed, Danny Kerwin. They got in. They were founding members. Yes. They were on those first few albums, and those albums are, while not as classic as Rumors, still important. I think that's kind of true for the first two Iron Maiden albums, which is why you put Paul in. In addition to Bruce, I think you also, obviously, you put Dave Murray in. He's been on every recording. You put in Adrian Smith, again, on most, even though he was gone in the 90s, you put him on. I think you also put Janet Gers, even though he joined in, like, 89. He's part that of is that a three woman, guitar that is assault. A, that is He's a, part of the assault. That is a woman. That is a man. Oh, Janet? my God. Janik. Oh, or maybe Yannick. I don't Yannick. know. He's, he's probably, Yannick. yeah, Yannick, Yannick. Goose. Yannick. He plays guitar for the three guitar assault. I think you put him in just because he, even though he joined late, in their kind of like peak so years. Psyched. I was like, there's a woman in Iron Maiden. That would Maiden. be out of control. You God. would know that. <laughs> that would be would. stuff. That would be information you already have. <laughs> he's He's been with them since. So I think you put Yannick in. But what, all right, but see, this is where the hall blows wad. Mm-hmm. And, and I'm not suggesting that they would uh, include him. Jason Sheff replaced Peter Cetera mm-hmm. in 1986. Yes. And he was with them until the day that they were in the hall, mm-hmm. which is when he quit. 30 years later. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Without and they doubt. went, nope. Right. And if you, because you were there... And they even they quoted someone from Chicago in that video package to kind of uh, justify that, which was that someone said when Terry Kath died, 
it was no longer Chicago or that it was a different band. And they, I feel like they kind of that used that. they just that. never changed their name and kept putting kept out albums under the same thing. And <laughs> yeah. that's some rude bullshit. And mm-hmm. I don't like it. Yeah, Honestly, I mean, and I don't care. Put Blaze Bailey in, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. You're wrong. You're I think Blaze Bailey should be inducted with Chicago. Yeah, you know what? Let's put Blaze Bailey in a category of his own. Right. Best no, yes, that's, 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 Jimmy makes a very good point, which is that, you know, when they inducted Chicago, they did not really acknowledge the ballad years, so to speak. That's rude. Steve, I don't like it. That's Steve why Harris. I'm saying err on the side of too many rather than too few. Probably. <laughs> I think Steve Harris, obviously, founding member, it's his band, never left. I think you put Clive Burr in, too. He was the drummer on the first three. And then Nico. And then you put in Nico. Yeah, and I think that's who you Nico, Nico McBrain. Okay. His name is McBrain in no, Iron Maiden. Not. That's great. Okay. He's cool. Is he part of the Three Guitar Assault? No, he's a drummer. Iron Maiden All has... Right. Th- and a great golfer. Nah. People always want to point that out. Mm, let's, let's not. Alice Cooper also is a great golfer. Shut up. Who cares? Yeah, people have hobbies. I had a discussion about golf this morning. With Alice Cooper? Nope. I don't care then. Right. Okay, so <laughs> they, they have... I'd like to hear about it off the air. <laughs> yeah. They. If anybody wants to know about it, you can just email us, and I will give you my thoughts about how golf takes up a lot of space and resources, and, and water, it's only yeah. for rich people. The barrier of entry is too high to get into it, and not enough people get to enjoy it for the amount of space and resources it takes up. There you have it. Great. Are you George Carlin? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Maiden gets inducted. They get kind to of play. Angry golf. It's wonderful. It's a nice, relaxing four. And a half oh, hours. Wow. Iron Man gets to play three songs at the induction. Oh my gosh, yeah, we're not done. I'm sorry. <laughs> no, I no, so we're sorry. not. We're not. This no. is a very long episode. I don't shut I up. Uh, okay, I so myself. Iron Maiden has three songs they get to play at the induction. What do they play? They I think play Run, Run to, to the, the Hills, Hills, The Trooper, Number of the Beast. That's a pretty Those good Those would be the three. That's probably the one it I would pick too. Yeah. Uh, but Unless are they, they a band play, that want to do something Are they going to play Wrathchild too? And then are they going to play their brand new tune well, off Bon Jovi's new album? Well, yeah. Will they play the new Bon Jovi song, Iron Maiden? Oh, I'd like to hear their version. Yeah, it'll probably <laughs> be great. They wouldn't turn it down. Um, it might be listenable. They don't play "Bring Your Daughter to the Slaughter." Bring your daughter to the slaughter. <laughs> wanted to say that. Bring uh, her down. Or Charlotte the Harlot. A lot of rhyming. A lot of rhyming. A lot of internal rhyming. Yeah, a lot of rhyming about, about, about women, too. Charlotte the, Charlotte the Harlot, bring your daughter to the slaughter. Well, I hope uh, Iron Maiden gets in soon, and you'll go. Yeah. I'll go. I'll see you there, Jimmy. Oh, my gosh. I will go. Oh, uh, boy. I guess, I, I mean... I'll probably go too. Wow, what an episode, huh? That sure was great. I loved all of it. Me uh, too. That will uh, that will do it. We might do a few more remastered episodes, especially given that not only Jimmy was on our draft episode and drafted Iron Maiden, but Rhea Butcher was also on our draft episode drafted Devo. Rhea advocated for Devo on their original episode. It was interesting how that kind of happened. They they both went for their original picks and they both wound up on the ballot. You know, and I know that I've said that we don't have any influence over the hall, but it does feel like some magic has happened. Listen, I'm not going on the record, but (laughs) Cool and the Gang was not on the ballot, so. That's true. All right, well, you can, of course, follow us at Rock Hall Pod on Twitter and Instagram. And you know what? You can follow uh, Kristen at KStud across all platforms. You can follow me on Twitter at JoeKJoeK and Instagram at JoeQua. Uh, our email is rockhallpod at gmail.com. Uh, if you want Kristen to see your message, you're going to have to designate that somewhere. Otherwise, I'm not showing it to her. Subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Rate and review us. Five stars only. And we say that because anything less is rude if it's four stars and you're like that's pretty good i'm telling you it's not and if you give us five stars it certainly helps us to uh gain more visibility in the algorithm which then helps us to grow listeners then you'll have more people to talk to about this show and the rock hall in general yeah do you want this community (laughs) let's let's really build a community here folks thank you to mike lloyd for the logo thank you to yusu kim for the music uh thank you to akg the microphone sounding crisp as always, Kristen. Thank you. And thank you to Pantheon Podcast for hosting us. I'm Joe Quazala. 
I'm Kristen Stutter. And who cares about that rock hall? of households that start the year with Peloton are still active a year later. 92% because of a bike? Not just bikes. We also make treadmills and rowers. Oh, let me guess, for elite athletes only, right? Nope. It doesn't matter if you're an avid exerciser or new to working out. Peloton can help you achieve your fitness goals. 92% stick with it. So can you. Try Peloton bikes, tread or row, risk-free with a 30-day home trial. New members only. Not available in remote locations. See additional terms at onepeloton.com slash home dash trial. Progressive presents Adjusting to the Suburbs. I never thought I'd care about gardening until I bought a house in the suburbs. But now I find myself in conversations about liquid fertilizer, and I wonder, am I the fertilizer guy now? (laughs) No, no way. Everyone knows the ratio between phosphorus and nitrogen, right? Yeah, I'm still totally cool. Anyway, when you save with Progressive by bundling your home and auto, that's the easy part of adjusting to the suburbs. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company coverage provided in service by affiliates and third-party insurers. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more fantasy points.